Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 18 of Applied Faith. My name is Olajide Holubade. Applied Faith is a weekly podcast where we explore the practical implications of our faith as Christians on our everyday experiences as human beings. In other words, this is where the rubber of our believing meets the road of everyday living. This week, we'll be talking about the topic, Experiencing God. Experiencing God. In the job world, the passage of time in performing a particular task or duty is generally deemed to bring with it experience in the performance of that task. Well, we can say this could also apply to the spiritual world, but it is not always so. There are people who walk with God or have been walking with God and yet they have not learned to amass experience in their work with God. Rather, they find joy in referencing the experiences of some ancient people. While this isn't bad, it's a good thing to have some kind of regard for great men of God and women of God that have worked with God. But it is even more important that we have our own experience with God. In John chapter 4, and the story of Jesus and the Samaritan woman, when the woman went and told all that Jesus had done for her to the people of the city. Later on, they came and told the woman in verse 41, it says, And many more believed because of his own word, that is Jesus' word, and said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. This passage underscores the place and importance of having our own experience, having a personal experience of God. Because there is no testimony as true and convincing as a personal testimony. If we would be effective witnesses for Christ, we must have our own experience, our own experience of God. Because the strength of our conviction is the strength of our zeal. If we are going to go all out and out for God, we must be able to point at the things God has done for us, who God has been to us in our own lives, and not just keep on referencing some distant time in the past that He had worked wonders for some people. But we must also have our own experience. We are going to be effective witnesses for Christ. Hence, in this episode, we are going to examine the attributes of experience, how we can amass our own experience in our walk with God and what it looks like, what experience looks like, in order to evaluate ourselves and be on the right path if we have not been. May God help us as we do so in Jesus' name. The first thing we must understand about experience is that experience is cumulative. It builds cumulatively over time. But there are people who do not understand this and so they miss out on amassing experience in their walk with God because they view their life and their life story as disparate events. That is, they did not see the connection between what has been in their lives, where they have been coming from and where they are in the moment. But if we must build and amass experience in our walk with God, we must take a bird's eye view and survey the work of God and discern his hand in our lives from how he has been leading us way back to the present. What I mean is this. We must learn to connect the dots in our lives. We must learn to recognize patterns. We must learn to see God working. We must learn to discern how God has been leading us 
how God corrects us, how God instructs us. This is the way we amass experience, such that when we come in the presence to confront some certain situations, we are able to refer to what God has done personally for us in the past and say, Oh, God has done this for me in the past and therefore is going to do it again in the present. Another important thing is that we must learn to mark what God has done in the past. Every point in time when God does something, we must learn to erect monuments that will serve as a memorial for the future so that we can always look back and say, as this was a point in time, God came through for me. God corrected me. God directed me. God changed my direction. I was walking in this path and then it turned me back. These are the things that will help us stand the test of time. When the passage of time tries to erode our memory of what God has done for us, we'll be able to point back to those monuments that will show that God did this for us. Let us see an example. In Joshua chapter 4, after the children of Israel had crossed the Jordan, God instructed Joshua to tell the children of Israel to carry some stones, 12 stones actually, by a man from each tribe of Israel to erect on the banks of Jordan. And in verse 6, we read about what this means. It says that this may be a sign among you, that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Then ye shall answer them, that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord when it passed over Jordan. The waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. Can you see that? That is the importance of monuments, building monuments. We must learn to erect monuments when God does something for us in our lives so that it will help to build our faith in the future so that we can always refer back to those monuments and check them again and strengthen our faith when we see them so that the devil will not rob us of the victories that God has won for us in the past and make us doubtful in the present and this makes us better Christians. These milestones, these landmarks, these monuments, they also help us to prove the word of God in our own lives. Yes, we have read of the word of God. It has been taught to us by our parents. But then in your own life, have you really, really proven what it means? Do you understand it as the word become flesh to you? Do you understand some certain part of the word of God? Do you know what you believe and why you believe them? Or your belief is still based on what you had been taught from elementary level in Sunday school? Have you tasted and seen that yes, God truly works? So it is when we go through our own experiences, when we connect the dots, when we discern the hand of God, when we trace the patterns and erect monuments that we can always refer back to in our own lives. This is what makes the word of God become personal and dear to us so that we're able to even witness it to others in a convincing manner. May God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Another important attribute of experience is that experience requires little supervision, little external supervision. What I mean by that is this, even in the job world, when someone is experienced in performing a job, they are left to do it themselves, they are given some level of autonomy in carrying out that task. 
The same thing applies to us. When people are mass experiencing their spiritual work, they will require little external motivation to continue in their work with God and to attain higher heights. They would require little motivation, little compulsion in doing the will of God because they have tasted God for themselves and they have seen that God is good. In Psalm 73 verse 28, the psalmist testified and said, it is good for me to draw near to God. This is an experienced person talking. So if we walk with God and we amass experience, we will require little external supervision to compel us to keep on working with God. We will know automatically that, ah, no, it is good for me to walk with God. You won't need anyone to tell you, oh, you need to pray. You won't need people to tell you, oh, it is good to serve God. Because you yourself, you already know the benefits. You are experienced in dealing with God. You already know that God is good for your life. You understand the criticality of prayer. You understand what consecration means. You understand because you have seen the benefits and you are encouraged to do more. This is what experience brings to our Christian life. So we need to be personally experienced in our walk with God. So that we can even continue to walk closer the more with God and draw near unto Him the more. May God help us in Jesus' name. So what people actually need is a personal experience of God. And then there will be little need for people compelling them to do this and that. There will be little need for rules and regulations. Once people really know God for themselves. May God help us all to get this in Jesus' name. Another thing experience does is experience brings with it skillfulness. Skillfulness. Again, comparing to the job world, when someone has performed a task repeatedly over time and has gained experience, they attain a level of skill that helps them to perform the task even better. They save time, they now have expertise, they are not even able to discover some methods that can help them to be more efficient and even effective in doing that thing. So, the same thing applies in our work with God. In Hebrews chapter 5 verse 13, it says, For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. This again is telling us that there is a certain level of Christian growth where we are unskillful and that is the babe in Christ. When we amass experience, we become mature in our work with Christ. And then we attain a level of skillfulness so that when we approach situations, when we navigate life, we are able to navigate with the wisdom of God by virtue of our amassed experience. Our heart is strong in the faith. We are not carried about with every wind of doctrine. We know God for ourselves. We are not easily swayed by any new thing that comes in town. And even when some kind of fad is trying to confuse some people, we know, we know our stand. We know what we believe. We know who we believe because we have been working with him. And that is what skillfulness does for you. It helps you to be more effective. It helps to be more grounded. It helps to be more skillful in your approach to life, in your work with God in navigating situations may god help us to understand this in jesus name and lastly experience guides experience guides there's always that longing to communicate to people coming after or people who are less skilled than you once you are experienced in something you want to help them and bring them over the level that you have crossed before so experience guides 
and we see that again in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. It says, But when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and have become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Experience reaches out to guide others. So you need to evaluate your Christian work. Have you gone to a state where you ought to be teaching others some certain things or you are still walking about the same mountain year after year? Have you surmounted some things and you are able to bring others across? Have you overcome some things and you are able to teach others? You need to examine and evaluate yourself. May God help us in Jesus' name. These are important things to note in order to experience God and not just let the Christian work be like drudgery for you and not let it just be all about rules and regulations, not let it just be about something that works for some people and then all you have are the testimonies of those people and you refer to them and yet you don't have your own testimony, your own experience. May God help you to understand in Jesus name that you can be a better Christian. So my challenge for you as you go into the new week is to examine your life and see how have you been amassing experience. How have you been amassing experience so that you can be a better Christian in your walk with God. May God help you in Jesus name. I trust you have been blessed. Remember you can always drop me your comments on my WhatsApp number plus 2348100791939. Plus two three four eight one zero zero seven nine one nine three nine. I wish you a week of massive growth in Christ, even as you have massive experience in your work with God. Keep applying your faith. God bless you.